What's up, everybody? It's Sergio Nazaro on Vroom Vroom Vreer with Jeff. Hey, listen, if you want to get your mind blown, make sure you tune into my episode. I promise that you're going to leave a changed individual after this episode. And he's on fire. I can see the flames. (laughs) All right. Thank you, sir. That was perfect. I'm going to hit stop and I'll be right back. Are you ready to thoughtfully steer away from your revved up, frenzied, and far too often scripted life? Then welcome to Vroom Vroom Veer with Jeff Smith, where he guides you down the road differently traveled by sharing unique experiences with guests who have managed to shift away from a life stuck on cruise control and veered their way into a more authentic and fulfilling one in all sorts of interesting and kind of remarkable ways. Get ready to Vroom Vroom Veer with your differently traveled road chauffeur, Jeff Smith. Anna Chippa, thank you so much for being on Vroom Vroom Man. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Very good. How about yourself? How about yourself? Uh, I am feeling well. I think I I haven't counted the days, but I'm currently on an alcohol break. I don't know if you've (laughs) ever had alcohol in your life, but it's nice. It's fun until yeah, maybe, maybe <laughs> you might have had know, a little alcohol sometime. Too. Yeah. So yeah, I just I just got done with a vacation and drank way yeah. too much. So whenever yeah. I re- I you wake up and you feel like, wow, I have like an eight day hangover right now. <laughs> <laughs> icky, oh icky, icky, icky. So yes. I feel better. You know, haven't had a beer in a yes. while. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Kind of reset. Yes. yes. Have a little cleanse, a little reset. Yeah. I get what you mean. Yeah, I get yeah, what yeah. you mean. I just, what I say is I'm going to take a break for at least 30 days and then go as long as I can. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I'm going to go ahead and be super honest. There was a buddy came in town and I hadn't seen him forever. And we went out and yeah. had lunch and I had a beer. Didn't yeah. have more than one beer, but I did have a beer. Outside of that, yeah. I, I've been good. But anyway, yeah, I digress. <laughs> so you no, are, you I'm are. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I interrupted. I was gonna say I'm all about tangents. I'm all about tangents. Tangents are great, right? Yes. Yeah. They all are. the they fun are. shit happens in tangents. Sorry, I, I swear. It, it does. It's so, oh yeah. No, it's fine. So I swearing is condoned. I'm like okay, just go deep in the weeds on stuff and things like that. And yeah, I totally feel you in terms of like resetting and cleansing. And what I tell people too, it's like, you know what, like having a beer or whatever, that's okay. Like enjoy life, have right. fun. And I'm all about like intuition, right? Like just, you know, it, it's okay to not be super strict and that's just not how to enjoy life, right? It's like, let's just, you know, have a beer, have wine, whatever right. it may be. But obviously like don't have it go to where it's like a very unhealthy amount, right? Correct. Then that's a little bit concerning. But Correct. I, yeah, I get what you mean. So I'm going to go ahead and throw in now because I've been listening to Tim Ferriss talk about this for a long time and he's got, you know, doctors and people that don't drink. I think we've come to a consensus. If you're really serious about your health, there is a certain number of alcoholic beverages that are best for your health. And that would be zero. Uh, right. So save that and say, okay, if you're not going to be zero, just be mindful, you know, you know, figure out like, okay, maybe I can have two at once and then maybe not every day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's it's everything in moderation. Exactly. Right. Right. Don't go crazy. Right. And it's not just like with 
alcohol and stuff. It's like everything, yeah. right? Like you don't oh, yeah. want to do like too much work or you don't want to do too much working out or you don't want to have too much alcohol, whatever it may be. Right. And I think that also goes on the other side too, right? Like people who just restrict themselves, that in itself can be a very dangerous thing. Cause that's like a, it could be like a negative mindset of like, yeah. oh my gosh, like if I don't follow this shame on me. And then it gets uh, into the, the shame bad cycle. cycle, right? Yes. The shame cycle. So there's, you know, I say that there's like a pendulum and oftentimes when people, you know, hear, you hear about like the yo-yo diets, right? Like people who go yeah. swing all the way to one side of the pendulum, right. have this yo-yo diet and then. You know, they swing all the way to the other side to the point where there's no consistency. So it's, yeah. okay, how do we actually get more back to center and balance in more areas of your life than just, you know, health and fitness and things like right. that so that you everything. can enjoy it and soak everything in. So, <laughs> yeah. Like I said, yeah. tangents, I'm all about them. I'm all about them. I, so. I, I, remind me later. I, yes. ha I have a story about shame that I want to share and get your insights on. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, I love, mm, mm. I love talking about shame. Yeah. yeah. I got a really I good story. I think you're going to dig it. Okay. Okay. So cool. before we forget, let's say your website. So summersolsticecoach.com and I'm going to spell yes. it out. So it's summer and then the word soul. And then, so S O U L S T I S E coach.com. So all strung together. Did I get it right? Summer, S-U-M-M-E-R-S-O-U-L-S-T-I-C-E, coach, C-O-A-C-H.com. I really yep. suck at reading, don't I? Man, I need, I need a better <laughs> job. <laughs> That is okay. Just I tell people, I'm like, think of the summer solstice, like you know, yeah. June 21st, June, mm. like that thing, but then add a U in it. So S O U L S T I C E. Ah, perfect. Summer solsticecoach.com. Yeah. So talk a little bit about what you're most excited about in your summer solstice coaching dealio. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. So I've been, you know, when you were asking the question, like, how are you? I'm like, you know, I'm busy but blessed. I just this like is a it. very blessed kind of thing. And I actually just celebrated my one year business anniversary in terms of going full time with it wow. a couple weeks ago. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So I'm really looking forward to kind of what that's going to look like year two. Now that I'm built up a little bit more, I've kind of gone into the swing of things and figuring out ways to work smarter and not harder. And allowing, I talk a lot, yeah, I talk about this a lot um, with folks about how to kind of like embrace this divine femininity, like working mm -hmm. as a woman business owner in my business, because it, it's so different, like, you know, corporate America working nine to five, things like that. It's a total mind shift. It's, t it's a total paradigm shift. So just learning how to work smarter and not harder and being able to serve people within the business is just like. I'm really, really excited for that and just what's to come for this year in general. I can tell you're lit up. <laughs> Super excited. Yeah. Super easy. I'm like, mm. you know, and like, how could we not? Like, this is just such a wonderful life that we live, right? Despite mm. hard times and struggles, I'm like, just being grateful and just so excited for so many things. So it's, yeah. it's hard work. I tell people, especially as a business owner, but I'm like, it's awesome. Like I'm living out my passion and living out my purpose and I just, I love that and being able to connect with people on that kind of stuff too. So that's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's, thank you. That's I amazing. appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> A little jelly. I love it. <laughs> 
color me jelly bean over here. Okay. So, uh, all right. So this is Vroom Vroom Veer. That means we got to go back in time. And we got to talk Love about, it. yes, you, so you grew up in Ohio, right? Yep. Small I, town. Yeah. Yeah. Cleveland, Ohio. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm, Gotta I grew up in Midwest. Michigan. So that okay. means you kind of have to hate me a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Did you go to uh, like university of Michigan? No. No. Okay. It's so okay. I didn't go to Ohio State. So it's yeah, okay. Okay. So we can be friends. It's weird. Like, yeah. Like I, I know there's that big 10 r- rivalry, but like other yeah. sports, there's not, there, there's not a rivalry. It's weird. Right? No, not as yeah. much. No, yeah, not yeah. as much. Just honestly, it's just Ohio State and Michigan, right? I think that's it. That's, yeah. 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 Okay. Ohio State. Yeah. Ohio State and Michigan. Yeah. Because even like in professional <clears throat> football, it's like for us, I mean, we're Cleveland Browns, so we hate the Steelers. I don't know why, but it's like we hate they're the your Steelers. Rival. That's, that's our why. big thing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, there's no rhyme or reason. Like, it's fine. Rivalries yeah. are fun. So just let, let, yes, let they it are. be. They, they are. As long as you, you know, who, uh, there are certain teams that take it a little bit more seriously. Like, yeah. Like, uh, I never, so I'm a Packer fan, even though I grew up in Michigan. Okay. Right. So we were yeah. closer to Green Bay. So as yeah. a Packer fan, we got a lot of rivals. Yeah. It's just they just keep adding on, right? Right. Because <laughs> we've been around forever. Like, but our historic right. rival is Bears, right? Chicago oh, Bears. Bears. Okay. Right, right. Okay. So I, I have a lot of bear fan friends and they're almost always cool. But you there's a line <laughs> you can't cross, right? Even yeah. when the bears suck, I'm not allowed to say that. <laughs> I've accepted that now. I, <laughs> I've accepted that now. Like it's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can say you guys are having a tough year. Yeah, yeah. That that's okay. Yeah. Like, but I can't. I can't yeah. use the S word on a bear. <laughs> can't do that because they, they'll they'll want to punch me. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm not gonna say anything nice. Just don't say it at all. Exactly. Look, we're like Minnesota fans will see me in my Packer gear, right? And and then another yeah. rival, they'll come up and say, I was gonna well, say Minnesota's a big one for yeah, Packers, right? Yeah. And they'll just come up and say, Well, Vikings suck this year. Uh, uh, you said it, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, sometimes that's the way it goes, it right? It's just fun, you know, just have fun. Yeah. Okay, so you you're growing up in in and around Cleveland or so outside of Cleveland. Yeah, uh, a okay. little bit, like 40 minutes outside of downtown Cleveland okay. on the east side. Okay, mm-hmm. nice. Yep, small old town. <laughs> so what yeah. what was high school like for you? This is high where you get into the bullying thing, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, high school is very interesting. Um, I'll even pull it back. I'll go one step further back into middle school, like yeah, elementary middle school, school. Middle school, right, right. Yeah, um, and in there, I felt very much like myself, like very outgoing, extrovert, very silly. Like I would be in the cafeteria, literally singing, screaming happy birthday. And the nun would like come up to me. She's like, Anna, stop. Like, what are you doing? Kind of Ah, thing. Private Um, Catholic school. Is that what? Yeah. Yeah, it was for grade school. It was well, preschool through eighth grade. And that just, yeah, I felt very, um, very in my elements. Like I just kind of knew who I was, but then in high school, I transitioned. I moved to a new town. I was in a public high school, right, where 
these students, again, very small town where students have been knowing each other since kindergarten. Right. So coming into this, and when I say small, I mean like graduating class of 110 for Ooh. a public high school Ooh, yeah. small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So very small. Uh, everyone knows everyone, you know, that kind of thing. And in that, I just, I, I lost myself a lot. I completely flipped the script. Like I was very introverted. I was more observant, like definitely not myself. And, you know, there was, there was a lot of, um, I mean, call it what it is like bullying, right. Where, you know, I would have people like within my soccer team, like say mean things about me. I'm like, but I, I don't understand why, like what, you know, what is going on? And I think a lot of that, for me, like I, I took that to heart and right. I attached to those negative words is like, that's who I am. That's mm. my identity. Um, I even, I even had, you know, one girl, um, she was on my soccer team and I was talking to like a boy, right. Cause like high school, whatever. <laughs> and then there was another girl, right. There was another girl who liked him and this girl, right. She literally said, to the girl who liked him, or I'm sorry, she said to the guy, like, I don't even know why you would like Anna. Like this other girl is so much like prettier and smarter and funnier, like just all this kind of stuff. I'm like, wow. Oh, like, (laughs) you know, you know, ouch, ouch, right. Ouch. And I think in high school, again, I took those words to heart and really, um, it, it really just kind of impacted my identity. I didn't really know like who I was or how I wanted to show up. And, you know, I, I also didn't know how to deal with the sadness. I think a lot of times I, you know, just went upstairs in my room and was just like grinding on homework. I was like, you know what? Like I might as well find safety and work. And right. then okay. also, mm. you know, like it, it, you know, there were times as well where I would just be so sad where I literally like, cried myself, listened to my, my iPod, <laughs> cried myself to sleep. You know what I mean? And just I like do. stayed up there for hours and hours, just like crying and shaming. We're talking, well, I'm sure we'll talk about shame, yeah, but like shaming get, myself. Yeah, yeah. Like, how am I like, how am I the way that I am? Like, what, why, like, why am I like this kind of thing? Why does nobody wow. like me? So that's right? a serious uh, culture shock going from private school. Was that an all girl school too? No, 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 it was co-ed. And I had a graduating class. It was, it was small also, okay. really well-rounded people, about like 40, uh, 40 or so in a graduating class. Okay. Um, That's so yeah, tiny, still though. like small to small, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it was just very different. You know, it, it's not even, you know, private to public. I don't even know it was that. Just but being honestly, the new girl, like, basically. Yeah. 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 That's hard. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah it was. Yeah, it was just interesting. I was like, I don't really know where I'm finding my mold or my fit. And and again, I think it was also just like the people who I was connecting with. You know, I think in my private school, I still I have three of my best friends from there. Like we're all oh, wow. in each other's weddings. Yeah. Wow. Like I'm going to Cleveland and like next month to celebrate. That's Actually, like a month from pretty today, rare and amazing right celebrate. there. Yeah, yeah. And we all like you know, lived in separate cities. We're all in separate states, sure. you know, just all this kind of stuff. Um, but high school, that wasn't, you know, wasn't for me like that. And and for some people it is, which I'm like, that's awesome. That's great. But for me, I'm like, I, I didn't find my people there and that's okay. But I think I learned a lot about myself and what I was ready, what 
kind of like when I transitioned into college, that next chapter of my life of kind of hitting my, you know, a, a lower bottom, I wouldn't call it rock bottom, but a lower bottom in high school to where in college, I was like, I want to get back to myself. Like I kind of know who I am and I'm ready to mm. revive that, revive wow. that personality wow. in Anna. That's so cool. Yeah. 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 yeah so. I feel bad for you now because like when I was, going through school, right? Like I was yeah. the, one of those kids that knew everybody from kindergarten. <laughs> no, and that's, that's okay. no, I, I mean, was I still a nerd. Right. right? I, I, and you know, yeah. but I had my crew, right? At least I had my, yeah. my crew of people that also yeah. got picked on and bullied, but we, you know, yeah. we had been going through it. Right. So it wasn't our yeah. first rodeo kindergarten. Yeah. I mean, we got so close that we were bullying each other. <laughs> that's a thing guys do you know yeah right but now as you say all of that right i feel like i wish i would have been a little bit nicer to the new people that come in Mm. you know say oh look at her she's really having a rough time right because we had very few new people come in because we were small town michigan right so and we always knew like oh there she is right (laughs) Right. Like, who are you? Girl? Right. Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I've never met you before in these yeah. small walls. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so let me, let me yeah. say the thing about shame real quick and then we'll move on to college. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So sure. I did, I always wondered what was up with shame in so far as where does that come from? Because it seemed like it was like a learned mm-hmm. thing. Does that make sense? It mm-hmm. was like, mm-hmm. it's not something yet like that happy person before they got the, high school, right? Wasn't, didn't know much about shame at that point, right? Didn't really have a reason. Well, you probably had, you weren't shameless, God, no, right? (laughs) Right. But, but it wasn't like, like people weren't like actively shaming you, right? I mean, you know, I will say I, because this is kind of what I do coaching in actually with shame is that in a lot of these pains that happen in our life, it yeah. roots down to three different, I call them like three different triggers. It's okay. like either shame, rejection, or neglect. Okay. And I, I mean, I could dive in and talk about those, but regardless, any of those types of triggers, they actually stem from our childhood. Right. So like what, like even younger than sure. middle school. Oh yeah. Right? Like, totally younger. You yes. know, three, four, five years old, because we're absorbing you know, our environment and what's going around in our family. We're like a sponge. Yeah. So you're, you're getting programmed learn... on, on default mode, basically. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's almost like a learned be it's a learned behavior in a sense, because this, you know, whatever your mom or your dad may have you know said to you, told you your brain took that as a belief system to right. start believing yeah. as a young kid, even if it was just something really small and then the pain kind of manifests sure. and that's really where like, you know, shame could take root and just start growing and growing. So, yeah. and I think with shame and we could talk about this more, but you know, it, it was a learned behavior that manifested and grew and it showed in different areas of my life, like not just, you know, in middle school, but also it like in going. high school, <laughs> yeah. college. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you don't realize it until you start going through inner healing and you're like, wait, 
let's actually identify it. Like, let's actually like take the elephant, right. like call the elephant out in the room, right? Like, what is this actually? Yeah. Um, but it's not really an elephant because it likes to be a little bit secretive. It likes to, <laughs> you know, yeah, it likes to be a little secretive. It's like but, a, it's a, a, a magic transforming elephant that can be as small as a mouse kind of thing. <laughs> yes, exactly. But like, it is an elephant. Yes. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So it likes to be a little bit tricky. Mm -hmm. I did this job. It was like a temp job. So I was doing IT yes. shit at uh, mm -hmm. Inglewood Elementary. Well, Inglewood okay. School District. So all levels. Yeah. So middle school, yeah. high school. There was this elementary yeah. class that I just happened to be there. And I was working mm -hmm. on the computers in the classroom. And I want to yeah. say this was like second or third grade, right? Really young kids, yeah. right? And I liked mm -hmm. this teacher. Mm -hmm. She was one of my teachers that I liked and respected. Yeah. And they got ready. She was getting the kids ready to go parade in front of parents. Okay. Yeah. You remember how you did this when you were a kid? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. And she's giving them the, the pre-march the pre parade briefing. Like, okay, mm -hmm. now when all the parents see you and you're in line, make sure you're not scratching your butt because that, that would cause you shame. And I went, <laughs> oh, oh, wow. That's yeah. where it came from, right? So adults keep telling you what would make you feel shame. And you go, oh, okay. So scratching mm -hmm. your butt in front of people, that's bad. Yes. Oh, so all these things aren't necessarily bad, yeah. right? <laughs> we, we don't necessarily yeah. want to take our pants off in public. I, I get that. <laughs> but I was just that's like, fair. you know, like, oh, okay. See, so yeah. I, this is not like a malice thing. It's like we add right. a lot onto that, right? About like, right. like every time you do something bad, you should feel this shame thing, right? Mm -hmm. And that's a mm -hmm. loaded word to me, right? It says, yeah. not only did you screw up, but you need to be punished for it. Yeah, yeah. Right? And we'd start and doing even, that to ourselves. You do. And I would even take it a step further too. It's not even just like bad and being punished. I think there's like, you know, I think that's one side of the coin, sure. but there's another side of the coin. And this is where it falls into like type A perfectionist stuff. Okay. Is, right. Oh, well, I did good, but I need to do better. So that's deficit and feeling like you're never enough. Oh, right. So that's right, right, right. the whole other side of it. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And that same kind of thing, it could be very self-induced in an unhealthy way, because mm. I think there are good things to, you know, hey, like, don't do this in public. Like, Hey, you know, like that kind of stuff. Sure. Cause that's good. Right. right like right. you don't, you don't want to pull down your pants, like in public. <laughs> yeah, that's probably, that's probably good. Right. Um, <laughs> well, if you do it charge, you know, Hey, this guy's just giving it away for free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here we go. Here we are. Here we are. Um, but I think there are some things about, what kind of expectations are realistic versus unrealistic? And a lot of where shame likes to sneak in are those unrealistic expectations that yeah. we think are realistic. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. Mm -hmm. I think you mm -hmm. and I went through something similar on this this yeah. whole topic. Because I, like I said, yeah. I never was type A, right? So mm -hmm. I look at type A people as like, you just can't achieve enough, right? Like if you're mm -hmm. Obama, you're like, well... Now what do I do, right? Like, oh, yeah. now I have yeah. to go be a famous actor and be like Arnold Schwarzenegger right. is like right. the best yeah. example of yeah. where type A takes you. 
It's like it can take you to the top of several ladders. <laughs> but I'm sure there's downsides, right? <laughs> but yeah. what I wanted yeah. to get into was like um, this idea of being perfect, right? Yeah. That mm-hmm. spun me down into my, my darkest day, right? Like this yeah. idea yeah. that you get from school, like somebody like God is keeping score and going, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, you're not getting into heaven anymore. You've just yep. crossed this imaginary barrier and you, you're, yeah. yeah, you're below threshold. So have a nice time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like literally a checklist. Like right. mm, what's your grade? I've screwed up too many not? times and now I can't make it anymore. Right. That led yeah. me into yeah. depression slash suicide attempts. So yeah. that was the kind of thing that yeah. like I had to learn to unlearn. Right. That. Yeah. Like, so if you're a Christian, you got a you got a way out, right? You just say you're sorry yeah. and go to church. <laughs> In sense, right? I'm joking. In sense, right? There, if it were I'm that like easy, if it were that easy, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, and I think I think that's really the beautiful thing, like that there is a place where there is where the God the Father like does love you and does forgive totally. you, but I. But I think that there's like, we have our own barrier, which is ourselves. Totally. Like Sometimes we feel as if we can't even accept like that forgiveness and love and grace because right. we're judging ourselves so, so hard. And we're judging others as a result. Right. So, so hard. Right. So, yeah. And it, it's crazy. Right. And I think that's it's. I don't know. I think some people like they'll either be so hard on themselves where they don't even like they can't even accept the forgiveness or they try to just bypass everything and just get forgiveness. Like, oh, OK, well, I'm fine. So I'm I'm going to be forgiven. It's fine. Right. I'm like, no, like, no, you have to do have some to work. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you have to avoid or like you have to actually address like this elephant right or the elephant who turns into a mouse kind of thing um because it can be very sneaky right totally so there's yeah there's just so many layers and dimensions to kind of shame where it pops up and it definitely feeds into that perfectionism where you know and this is something i coach on a lot with my clients especially because one i've gone through it myself but then two it's like a psychological uh yeah. therapeutic thing as well it's like it's very much rooted in therapy but a lot of what shame and perfectionism kind of tie one right. and one together. Right, right, and right. it's, you know, I feel like I need to perform to receive love that I'm not good enough, mm. all that kind of stuff. And actually shame is like also kind of nestled into rejection. Rejection's like one of the big ones. And that's like, I don't feel rejection. as if I'm, yeah. Like I have a, I'm I have a good resto- a story for rejection. Oh, yes. Oh, I, I, got, I have, I, I like, have more comments. I love stories. Okay. Story. Okay. I'll yes. do story first. Yes. But don't let me forget this other thing that, so th- there was this thing about like, um, okay, let me do this first or else I'll lose it. <laughs> yeah. Remind no, me to do the story. It, okay. Tangents. Yeah. yeah tangents. Okay. So tangents, yeah. this one, uh, <laughs> a college professor who taught like, Speech 101 when I was in Hawaii in the Air Force. So this is way back in the day. Um, Cool. Yeah, yeah. Hawaii Air Force, that's... I know, right? Right. So circa like 90 to 94, somewhere in that. Yeah. 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 So anyway, he tells me this story about this 
meditator guy, don't really remember the whole story, is sitting on a beach, right? Watching yeah. sunrise yeah. and meditating. And he hears this voice in his head and he said, and the voice says, we are not here to know, compare Mm -hmm. or judge. (laughs) That's so true. It's yeah. mm. So of course, yeah, I know. Right. So of course, when he tells me this, I'm like 20, maybe 21. Right. And I go, <clears throat> okay. You know, that was basically how I took that. I was like, yeah, cool. Oh, All right. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Good cool. story. Sweet. Right. Right. But, oh life. my yeah. God. As so like flash forward, I started applying that to everything in my life. Right. Am I yeah. trying to know yeah. something right now? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am trying to know something. Can I know this? Probably mm. not. This may be unknowable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. maybe not maybe That's i can true. maybe some things we just don't yeah. know right so right right yeah uncertainty is I, definitely out there am i comparing myself to something oh yeah. okay that might be a yeah. trouble thing because i'm not supposed to do that <laughs> yeah. and then the judging yeah. thing is uh, that's kind of obvious you know i like not judging mm-hmm. just say yeah. okay let's back up because who am I to judge? <laughs> right, right. I am absolutely oh. nobody to judge. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. And I, you know, go ahead. I know one of the things, sorry, I know one of the things we were talking about too is, you know, a little bit about, you know, the Christian faith and whatnot. And I think one of the things that was really um, pivotal in my inner healing process, because again, I, I dealt with a lot of like shame, self-hatred, perfectionism. I kind of hit um, those categories. And one of the things when I was learning is that, you know, if God like doesn't judge you, if God is like all forgiving, despite everything that you've done, then who are you to judge other people? Amen. And I was like, oh, <laughs> right? including yourself. I'm right. like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And then right. when I was going through my inner healing journey too, one of the things I learned is that, you know, hurt people hurt people. So when right. we go room room rear like right we go all the way back to when we were talking about high school stuff one of the things i learned is you know rather than to hold bitterness and resentment it was this mindset shift of hey um these people they're they're operating from a place of pain they're operating like feeling like they're missing a core need or desire and because of that they feel the need to judge or to shame other people because that's probably how they received love in their right. love right, in their right. life right yes. um so i think for me it was like okay i could break down this bitterness and resentment and just like have a tender heart and forgive them just like the yeah. father would forgive us yeah. right and it's like how can i have compassion like man this person is just like they're dealing with their own pain and they did the best that they could at yeah. that time. And having that sort of thing, and again, with myself, how I look at myself, I did the best that I could at this time, just having that lift up. Mm. And comparison is such a trap too. Could yeah. talk about that. But <laughs> talk about a tangent. Is, <laughs> yeah, a tangent on a tangent, right? Comparison is such a trap. It's such yeah. a trap. And um you know, what you were saying with like certainty as well. That's where like overthinking can step in because when we're worrying about the future or we're holding on to the past, that's where we start to overthink. So again, Mm. it's like, 
How do you find that presence? How do you find that centeredness so that you can appreciate the past and focus on the present to change the future? It's like one of my mottos I use in my business because I'm just such a big believer in it. Love it. (laughs) Okay. Excellent tangent. So I remember now my rejection story. So feel free to interrupt as inspired. Okay. Perfect. So imagine I am like uh, 18 or 19. I'm about like 100 pounds lighter. I have hair and I'm good looking. Right. So I have a girlfriend. (laughs) I'm in Japan and I'm in the Air Force. And and I get orders to go to Hawaii. So this is before I get to Hawaii. Right. So the first thing I I think of is, oh, how am I going to break up with my girlfriend? Because obviously I'm not getting married. I'm 19. Right. And I don't, yeah. I like her, but she's not coming to Hawaii, <laughs> right? And I'm yeah. leaving in yeah. like eight months, right? So that's right. in the back of my mind, but I'm not in any kind of hurry, right? I'm just thinking, yeah. oh, I have a breakup in my future, right? So I'm thinking yes. about- like it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> I'm going to have to deal mm-hmm. with that, right? So then yeah. Yeah. we go out on a date and she immediately starts mm-hmm. crying. Right. And, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh, crying okay. with her. Right. I'm crying with her and I don't know why. Right. So then through the I don't speak Japanese, she doesn't speak English, but I've got a book. Right. (laughs) We get to this thing where um, she's pregnant and it's not mine, but we have to break up. Okay. I don't know if any of that was true. That's not the point. (laughs) The point was, was I got uh, she dropped me off. I got in my car and I went home. And I was bawling the whole time, yeah. like yeah. balls out, crying, right? Because yeah. I got yeah. dumped. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And getting dumped yeah. always hurt. Always oh, hurt. Of course. Always hurt. Of course. And it wasn't yeah. until like a couple hours later, I went and told my buddy that I got dumped. And he went, you were trying to think of a way to break up with her. I went, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> she did me a favor, didn't she? Doesn't matter. Yeah. I still had to go through that emotion of rejection. Yeah. 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 It's hard. I mean, especially <laughs> breakups. That's when people think about rejection first are breakups. It's like, right. it hurts your heart, especially if you were totally. emotionally tethered to someone. It makes it even harder, right? right? It's like, uh, I'm not being accepted. I'm not being liked by this person. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, and especially like... In a case where it wasn't expected or that wasn't coming up, those feelings only weigh more on a person of like, true. oh, this person like doesn't understand me. Like, I don't don't understand. What did I do wrong? Was it my fault? You know, and then because of that, people start to try to people please or change their behaviors to get acceptance or liking from another person as opposed to just being their authentic selves and knowing that the right person is going to come who will appreciate all of those qualities. And and it's normal. Like those kind of things, people pleasing and all that kind of stuff is very, very normal to have. Mm. Um, But I tell people, again, what I focus a lot in my coaching is, you know, those feelings of rejection. Like I love that you took the time to just like, process and grieve some of those things because oftentimes people don't oftentimes people try to like resort to another person, right? Like hookup culture, go to somebody else (laughs) to get that acceptance or love. (laughs) I got to get the taste of this shit out of my mouth. Yes. (laughs) Right. Exactly. 
like right. so cleanse yeah. my palate. Right, right, right. right. But it's not cleansing the palate, it's only adding more shit onto the palate. It's Correct. like, ugh, right? Yes, yes. Uh, that's a whole cycle within itself. Yeah, um, yeah. Avoidance. Yeah. Basically avoiding feeling that, that grief, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's so important of, okay, this feeling, it is hard. It hurts. But how can you come to it, like nurture it and meet it with a lot of compassion and love that has been missing for so long? And that's, again, that's what I focus on a lot in my coaching with people is, okay, these deficits, these needs of like being accepted and loved, like how can we rewrite that? Like, let's rewrite that belief to know and feel and believe you are accepted and loved and actually unlock that that's already inside of you. There's just yeah. so many different barriers and weeds in the way. We just need to clean out the weeds. We need to like totally. be gardeners and clean it out, <laughs> right? Yes. It out. So yes, I, but it's, it's such a big thing. Rejection is, it, it's huge and it, it pops up in multiple areas of our life, especially with social media these days. Mm. Talk about liking, comparing, <laughs> accepting. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Like that's kind of like the purpose of this show is to, you know, everybody's human, right? And yeah. and it's not always, you know, like champagne on a boat, right? It's <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's not. Life it's is not, not a party, right? Dandelions and daisies. No, it's right. not. Life nobody, is hard. nobody like, posts the ugly shit on Facebook. Right. No. no. The highlight. I know it's all about the highlight reel. Exactly. It's all about the highlight Let's reel. Let's look at our sizzle reel. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, what's actually going on in your life? You know, like people say, Oh, how are you? You know, oh, good. How are you? Okay. Right, right. But actually, how are you? Right. 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 And I think that's Nobody wants the conversation. To know. <laughs> right. Right. Well, and that's what well, you know, that's the funny thing is people think like I like I shouldn't share my story because people aren't going to like the ugly side of me or people True. aren't going to accept it or they don't even want to face that for themselves. Right. Right. Um, but I, I tell people, honestly, we're more similar than not. Totally. We're actually everybody like, struggles. We, yeah. Yeah. Everyone struggles. We're not alone. We're facing these same pains mm. and triggers. They just manifest in a very, very different way, a very different story. But they all root down to shame, rejection, or neglect. Mm. And then from there, it's like, okay, how can we actually like build a community and provide love and support to one another and start bringing awareness to these things that we've tried to just bury or dust off for years? Yeah. So, and, I, and again, that's what I try to do. Like even in my social media posts, like go and read through some of my stuff, like on Facebook, on LinkedIn. I, I'm a You're person where like, Hard on my sleeve over here oh, and you. just very authentic. And just, you know, because I think that's sometimes it's, it's kind of rare need to hear. Right. They're like, dang, I resonate with this. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. talk about like a high achieving, like it, perfectionism type A, like the struggles that come with that, the unhealthy things. Yeah. There are healthy parts of it, but there are very unhealthy dark sides. And people like I, I remember I posted on Facebook and there was like, if 70 people or so liked it and they're like, Oh my gosh, this resonates with me. Oh my gosh. This happened like, to me too. I, I get, yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. like, why don't we talk more about that? Like, yeah, let's, we good, should. Bad, <laughs> let's connect on that. Like everything, like highs and lows, you know, ride yeah, or dies. And I just, I think we need to one of my have guests, that more. Yeah. 
our society. Sort of like taught me like there is no, you know, like, okay, I'm done and everything's perfect and it's always a party. Right. That does not exist. <laughs> no, no, it and doesn't. It, well, no, pe- people lie about it and say it does, but it's not true. Yes. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot right. of underlying layers and stories, but there are moments where it is like you truly can be abundant and joyful. Right. And I think that's that's one of the things I love teaching people is like, you know, despite the low in your life, how can you change it to a more positive thinking mindset so that you find the abundance and the grace, even when life gets hard. Mm. And then that way, like when life is great, cause there are, you know, we talk about like mysteries and stuff like mysteries of the rosary, like joyful mysteries, right? Like there are glories, there are joyful sure. times. And like, then we can just like really, really bask in just like the light and the love and just all this kind of stuff. And, but then also having, how can we have a positive mindset and how can we unlock the confidence and joy that's already within ourselves right. despite pains and struggles and that hurt. no matter so, what self-acceptance, it's almost like that no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. And it's like, you know, You've life got, is you, hard, but right. also life is beautiful. Totally. Life is really beautiful. It and this is. is really the only time in our lives where we can, um, we struggle, right? Cause like if we talk about eternity, like we, we don't know live it. forever with no pain, right. you know, <laughs> we don't, you're not so going like, to, you're not going to learn time. much. Right. 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 And this is where we're really like prepping and learning our faith, like our hope, like right. just like understanding and loving ourselves and others. Like this is, this is the time to learn. And I think, again, a lot of it is all perception. People say, love, life is hard. Oh my gosh, I'm struggling. Right. Right. That's a mindset. That's yeah. a mindset where right. it's like, yeah, I mean, there are things, hard things in life, but life is always a struggle. Really, right. But you, you yeah. can get, you know, don't carry it around. Like it's a badge of honor. Leave me alone. I'm struggling. Right. Leave me alone. Yeah. I'm sad. Right. You're just using it exactly. as an excuse not to get off your ass and fix it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Sorry, that's a little, blunt. but it's like, it's also too, like a struggle. It's like, I think sometimes people see it as such a bad thing of like, Oh, this is a hard time of my life. I'm like, no, a struggle is actually a, a great gift. opportunity for you to learn mm. and to be refined. With it, they say like diamonds aren't diamonds are made in pressure and heat. Mm. Those struggle that's the pressure and heat to refine you so that you can be like that brightest gem. And it's how do you look at that situation as like, this is a great lesson. Like this is this is beautiful, right? Mm. So I think it's a whole paradigm shift in that too. Cause yeah. people just say, Oh, life is hard. Like, woe is me? I'm like, no, like, I mean, you can't think that way, but is that really serving you and others around you? Are you giving off negative energy? Like what kind right. of energy are you giving, giving off for yourself and others? It's like very, it could be very self-deprecating also. Totally. So, yeah. Anna, yeah. Chippa, it's almost <laughs> 11 o'clock. Chippa. I, I want to say, Anna, I know. Chippa, like, chippa, chippa. Where did yeah. So you're going to go ahead and book another a show like immediately, but wait a little while. Yeah. yeah. So we should have a yeah. part two as soon as you want. I, Cause we didn't get to talk about any of my notes. It, it was just too it, fun. <laughs> I know. Like I said, I'm, I said in the beginning, like I'm all about tangents, like tangents. I love tangents. Tangent. I love tangents. Tangents. Yes. It's going to make no. my show notes more difficult, but that's okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> so so say your summer solstice coach.com and if you want to drop any more handles, I want to make sure you're on time for your call. Cool. Go for yeah, it. no, I appreciate that. I will make sure to send that over to you and whatnot. Okay. So summersolstice.coach.com. All right. I'm going to let you go. Thank you, Anna, for hanging out with me. Let's awesome. do it again soon. Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Yep. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for taking the time to ride along with us on another episode of Vroom Vroom Veer. For podcast info and show notes, be sure to head over to vvveer.com. That's triple V double E-R.com. Man, that's fun to say. And we'll catch up with you next time here on Vroom Vroom Veer.